This podcast is brought to you by Brunner Communications, your best resource for public speaking, presentation, and storytelling skills. Visit lizbrunner.com and take your skills to the next level. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Live Your Best Life with Liz Bruner. I'm Liz, and my goal with each episode is to share stories of people who are recreating their lives or rising above challenges to write their next chapters with authenticity. These stories give me the courage to go after living my best life, and I think they will do that for you, too. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to the show so this podcast can continue to inspire next chapters all over the world. What do two brothers who happen to both be former professional football players do once they've hung up their cleats? Besides giving of their time and talents to their favorite charities, These brothers have created their next chapters by becoming entrepreneurs. In fact, it's an all-around family affair with a number of different business ventures. And if you have any interest in athletics of any kind, their names may sound familiar to you. Rob and Chris Gronkowski, welcome to my podcast. It's so great to have you both on the show today. Hey-o. Hey! I'm still trying to figure out what Rob's doing over there. All right, I'm in a hyperbaric chamber right now, so please forgive me. You sound like you are. All right, we got a lot to talk about, and because you're brothers, you're both competitive, I don't want any squabbling going on today, okay? Is that fair? We've no, got the ground no, rules? No, we're, we're going at it. You're we're going, going at, at it. it. All right, let's begin then. Chris, you call yourself the inventor of a product called the Ice Shaker. Explain to us what the ice shaker is and why this was so important for you to come up with this product and bring it to market. Yeah, for sure. So uh, the ice shaker is an insulated kitchen grade stainless steel shaker bottle. I was going to the gym multiple times a week and uh, it's hot. The bottle I was bringing was sweating. I took a sip of it. It tasted awful. It was plastic. And um, at that point, it was like, I just want to make the best bottle that I can for myself that I can use all day, every day that could also mix and blend powder. So uh, really an idea for myself that turned into um, a full-time business. was able to get on ABC Shark Tank. Realized at that point that um, all five sharks wanted a piece of it. It was probably something pretty cool and uh, kind of just exploded from there. So six years later, I'm uh, still doing it. And uh, we now call ourselves the kings of the shaker bottle. But I got to go back to Shark Tank. I don't, you you kind of spun past that pretty quickly. Why would you even want to go on the show? I was a huge fan of the show myself and I knew it was a great exposure play. It was a way to really get your brand out there and get a lot of people seeing it all at one time. Five million people watch that show live. Uh, It then gets re-aired, it gets recorded, it gets put onto social media, it gets put onto YouTube, Mm -hmm. and we still get reruns, (laughs) it seems like every month at this point. So it's kind of became a gift that keeps on giving, but I knew if I got on the show, it would really accelerate the business very quickly, and it did. Rob, you and the rest of the Gronkowski family members did appear with Chris on the show. Was there anything about that experience that surprised you? It was a great opportunity to go on the show, especially with Chris getting us on with uh, a product that he created. What better way to go on a show than with uh, a family product that your brother, who is more jacked than you, created because he's so jacked that he needed to fuel his arms with protein. So I knew I wanted to get behind it. I wanted to help out my brother as well because it was such a great product because of the opportunity of how he came up with it. When we were on the show, what surprised us just how blunt you are with your product, given all the details of your company, your sales, your business model, 
how much money you have raised, how much you have sold in the last month. Basically, opening up your books right on Shark Tank is what is most surprising to me. Chris, what investors are still in? Because I think, is it Mark Cuban still involved? Yeah, so Mark Cuban in, is involved, and then we picked up some other investors on the way. Okay. That just aren't even close to as good as Mark, but they were part of my family, so I just let them also invest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you left the NFL before Rob did. And Rob, you retired from- catch, that's why he left. Yeah, he did. That's why he left. Okay, well, Rob, <laughs> you retired from football, then you unretired, then you retired again. Are you going to unretire anytime soon or are, are you done now? Are you done? Well, the first time I retired, I had a job on the table and it was to work at Ice Shaker Warehouse. They just were too jacked for me. They were lifting way too much weight. So I decided that that is just not for me. So that's why I went back to football. Just the opportunity wasn't right. So going back to football was the right opportunity and the right mindset for myself. And now I'm, I'm retired again. To go back to football would be the only case is if I'm not satisfied with my current jobs and my current gig. So I'm actually headed to Dallas tonight to go try out, you know, working again at the warehouse at the ice shaker facility. So we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't go smooth, I'm going to go back to football. <laughs> you heard it here yeah. first. Yeah. He's going to go back, maybe. I'm going right? to go back if Ice Shaker isn't up to par with my standards and they don't find the right yeah. job placement for myself. He's coming to Dallas as well. He's been recruited here as an extra point kicker. Uh, they heard about his field goal that he's doing at the halftime of the Super Bowl, and uh, they're just trying to sign him early. Get a little practice in. Yeah. Liz, I'm kicking a field goal uh, live during the Super Bowl. It's a live Super Bowl commercial. It's going to be during the third quarter. And if I make it, FanDuel is giving away $10 million in free bets. How nuts is that? So I'm actually going to practice while I'm in Dallas as well. That's some serious dough. I heard you were going to practice with the Cowboys kicker, though, after you missed four extra and points. And also why, on top of it, I'm going to Dallas because I have a tryout to be the kicker of the Cowboys because he just missed four <laughs> extra points. And they heard that I'm practicing kicking, so they just want to see my skills. Mutually beneficial, right? They're going to probably hire me because I'm a 50% kicker right now. I can make 50% of my 25-yard uh, field goals, which is about a extra point. So the Cowboys will probably sign me. Well, after what we saw the other night, I don't know. Okay, let's get back to Ice Shaker for a moment and the other family businesses, because your dad's also involved along with your other brothers. You've got the Gronk Fitness. So, Rob, what kinds of things do you guys do with Gronk Fitness? Yeah, so my dad's been in business for over 30 years, which is just incredible. It's remarkable going through all, all the tough times that, you know, with the economy, it doesn't matter. He's super successful selling retail and commercial equipment. And then we started the Grunt Fitness line in about 2015 after I won the Super Bowl versus Seattle. And uh, Grunt Fitness is accessories like dumbbells, bands, dope ropes, uh, water rowers. There's a lot of accessories that you can use in the weight room. It's completed the whole package. It's just great product, made to last. You can use it every single day. Um, it's gonna help build muscle. It's gonna help you get in shape. It's just great stuff, because we love fitness. There are five brothers in the Gronkowski household. Four of you played professional football. Gordy played professional baseball. Chris, you played for three NFL teams, the Cowboys, the Colts, and the Broncos. And Rob, you're known as one of the greatest tight ends, four-time Super Bowl champion. You played 11 seasons in the NFL with the New England Patriots, and then you went on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to ask you both, what did you love about playing the game? Rob, first. 
What I loved is that when I got to face my brother Chris when, when he was on the Broncos, we actually didn't go versus each other, but I was on the sideline, and I was talking all this garbage to him, and he couldn't handle it. Now, he actually whipped on, on the guy that he was blocking that play because I was in his head so much. And then on top of that, what I loved about being in the NFL is that it was a job where you got to stay in shape. So, like, you were working now as your job. You were running around catching footballs as your job. And that's just a blessing to have that job. You know, you're staying in shape for a job. That's incredible. I, that's what I really loved about it. Chris, what did you love about playing the game? Yeah, we played against uh, the New England Patriots in New England. Had a great game where I missed zero blocks and uh, ended up being the special teams player of the week as well. So I got to hold the championship belt. You know, Rob was too scared to play special teams at that point in his career, so I didn't get to go against him. And I understand why he wasn't doing it because, you know. I, mean, I don't know how you get special teams player of the week when your team didn't win. <laughs> I told you guys, you no squabbling on here today. <laughs> you started it, Liz, by saying no. When you tell us no, we do the opposite. Yeah, it means yes, right? It means yes. Okay. As professional athletes, you guys have worked really hard to be your best both on and off the field, and now you're using your talents in the business world. And as athletes, you do possess like certain skill set and even mindset to play the game at such a high level. What attributes do you carry over from football to being entrepreneurs? Chris? I mean, it's pretty similar. You know, the hard work that you learn, the long hours that you put in definitely transfer over. What you put into it as well, mm -hmm. uh, your personal efforts, you definitely see the rewards and you also see the failures if you don't put that work in as well. But what I like the most is really the team atmosphere mm -hmm. is what you see and what you learn as an athlete. And it, it transfers directly over to building a team and building a business as well. You know, you have a head coach, you know, that's now a CEO. Mm -hmm. uh, you have assistant coaches, which are going to be managers and, and different leaders in your company. Mm -hmm. And you have players, you know, you have people that are going to come in all day, every day, put that work in and, and show up and really get the, the company running. So uh, you don't really realize how cool of a system you're in when you're playing mm -hmm. as an athlete. Mm -hmm. But once you leave, you really respect it and, and really learn to love that system and, and then learn to implement it as well into different areas of your life, like your business. So yeah. it took me a little bit to realize that, but running a business is pretty much like playing on a football team. I love that analogy. Okay, Rob, besides business and football, you've done quite a bit in Hollywood, producing, appearing in TV shows, simply too many to name. You've also been a Fox NFL analyst, a broadcaster. What did you enjoy about that experience, and do you want to head back to the booth? I definitely don't want to be in the booth. Commentating a full game is definitely a little bit too much. That's a full-time job. I'm a part-time analyst. I love my position that I'm in right now going in um, on Sundays and you know doing the pregame show, I feel like you get to be yourself more in the pregame show. It's more serious in the booth. You know, you're talking about the game in the pregame show. You can kind of counter it to how your personality is. You can come up with games kind of centered around yourself, kind of like spike it or like it. So it, it kind of translates from the field when I was spiking it to off the field and spiking things in the studio, which is really cool. So. I just love the family at Fox, Michael Strahan, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, all those guys. Let me tell you, great guys, great dudes to be around, always busting each other's chops, but also they know the game of football and they get the job done. So great family to be around, and I'm excited to get back in the booth this week uh, for the playoff games this weekend. Good for you. And I know you've, you've done a lot of cameos, too, in movies, and the latest one is the Brady for 80 movie, which I didn't know was based on a true story until recently with 
for 80-something friends go to watch their favorite football player, Tom Brady, battle the Falcons in Super Bowl 51. And, and you worked along some female legends on the big screen. Was that like a total blast? It sure looks like it was. Yeah, they are. Those female legends, those actresses uh, that were huge back in the day, and they're still big time. Let me tell you, they're on top of their game. I think they're in their 80s. They're like just spitting out lines like it was nothing. They're on top. They're with it, like to the max. Yeah. And it was just great to see. It was inspiring to see them work. I talked to Tom on his podcast the other day, and just that connection he had with Sally Fields. I mean, Tom's out there on the market now, so... I can see him dating Sally Fields, no, no brainer. They had a connection on set, and and I saw it. Like it was. Don't it was start special. any rumors here. <laughs> oh, no, Tom, Tom Fields. I'm gonna start calling him. Chris, do you have any Hollywood <laughs> aspirations? You know, um, I got to say, and I had this massive role on uh, Family Guy. Ah. My character said one word. It was actually the word "hey." <laughs> How well did you do that? <laughs> It was very difficult. I actually had to go in studio. It took about two hours. I said about probably 30 different lines and they <laughs> ended up using one word. But I still get royalty checks for about $8 every quarter. Hey, you can maybe go to Starbucks with that, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing well with my acting career. All right. Besides your Hollywood aspirations, guys, and professional football careers and various businesses, both of you have really given a lot back it's really important to you to have this in your life, to create the Gronk Nation Youth Foundation. And you've partnered with local organizations. You're building a beautiful new playground on the Esplanade along the Charles River in Boston. So what kind of time frame are we on, Rob? And when do you think this is going to be available for young kids to play in? Yeah, we're on a super late time frame, that's for sure. I mean, the playground was supposed to be done by now, but with COVID and all the restrictions and getting past you know, through the government, it just takes a little bit longer than expected. But um, yeah. hopefully next year, by summertime, it's ready to roll. So the kids can go out there, enjoy themselves on the playground, on, on Grunt Playground, and just be running around free, going down the slides, running on the little turf that has a 40-yard dash, you know, which is going to be super cool, doing pull-ups, working out on the playground, just putting these kids in the right mindset to go out there and just have fun with their friends and family giving back is a great thing as well you know everyone supported us every sunday buying tickets to the game and everything and, and cheering us on every sunday at home or either at the game so just giving back i learned was the patriot way mr Kraft established that into myself as the patriot way to give back every single week whenever possible that's still installed in me to give back as much as i possibly can and that definitely starts with the playground that we're doing through the grant nation foundation up on the esplanade Park next to the Charles River. It's a great location, maybe the best in all of Boston. Yes. Once it's done, it's going to be well worth the wait. It's going to be popping. Oh. It's going to be fantastic. I have to talk about one more charity with you, Rob, which is you and I share a passion for supporting Make-A-Wish. In fact, that's where we first met when you were honored as one of our guests. What does it feel like when you see a wish come true for a young person who's fighting for their life sometimes? It's amazing, actually, to see it happen. You know, it gives you goosebumps. It's a great feeling just to see how happy these kids get. You just don't know, you know, how much longer they have. So it's just cool to grant a wish that is their number one wish in their life to fulfill. Yeah. It's amazing what John Cena has done with Make-A-Wish as well. Just thinking about Make-A-Wish. Yes. I just saw an article. He has done the most Make-A-Wishes ever in history. So it's just You're so right. cool to see him do that. And uh, I think I've granted around like 20 to 30 wishes. I don't know the exact number right now on top of my head, but 
it's just always a great feeling to do it, just to see the smile on the family's faces, but most important, to see the smile and happiness and joy yeah. it brings to the kid that you're granting the wish to. And Chris, you're a father of three sons and now a baby girl. You finally got your girl. Are you a true girl dad, even with three boys in the house? I don't think I am yet. <laughs> I don't really know. It's all kind of the same as of right now. So I think I got a couple more years before I figure it out. And you will. Are there any potential professional athletes among this brood? Yeah, yeah. We got some big time players over here. <laughs> I would say my first one might be a Call of Duty superstar. Uh, he's really, really good. <laughs> on the iPad. <laughs> okay. You guys have both created next chapters for yourself, and that's really what this show is all about. So to each of you, how is this chapter of your life living your best life? Rob, I'm going to start with you. It's going really good, and I would say it actually starts with the fitness aspect of living your best life. I mean, I see it for Chris as well, and also myself, is that we love to stay fit, we love to stay active, we love to stay in shape. I just believe it gets the endorphins going, and I also love to eat as well. And I know if I run that day and burn about 2,000 calories in the weight room, that means I get to eat an extra 2,000 calories that night. So living my best life definitely has to involve fitness, anything that has to do with fitness, staying in shape. Whenever I do that, it's a great day no matter what when I start my day with a fitness activity. And Chris, what about you? What does it mean to live your best life in this chapter post-football? Now that I have a family, things have changed a lot. My best life is kind of slowing things down and living in the moment with my kids and really appreciating everything uh, you know that I have and have going on. So it's fun. Every day is something completely new when you got four little kids at home. That's the truth. That's true. I had to teach Chris how to be a parent. So how I did that was I got a dog and I named him Ralphie and uh, I trained him very well and, and taught Chris. Even though he has actual human kids, I said, Chris, this is how you do it. And I was showing him how I did it with my dog. So I gave him some great tips, and now he's living up his best life for sure. Parenting lips by Rob Gronkowski. Okay. <laughs> Ralphie's very well trained. It sounds like it. For anyone who wants information on this fantastic ice shaker, simply go to iceshaker.com. And I also invite you to check out the Gronk Nation Youth Foundation at gronknationyouth.org. And I'll have both of those links in our show notes. Hey guys, thanks so much for being here today and, and just sharing your gifts and your talents and your humor and by giving back to the world in so many different ways. It's great to see both of you today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us, Liz. Thank you, Liz. And thanks to all of you for listening all around the world. May you be inspired by all the stories you hear on this show and get out and live your best life, whatever that means for you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be well. This podcast is brought to you in part by Fast Twitch Media, helping people tell their stories and giving them worldwide reach. The future is in the cloud and Fast Twitch Media can take you there. Be your best digital self. Check out fasttwitchmedia.space.